When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Welcome to the Form Lounge. Wherever you're listening right around the country, Miles Fitzner with you. As always, as we take a look at all the weekend racing, wherever you're listening, I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. Coming up shortly, Terry Layton. Straight off the top, we've got some Perth racing over there and the action is heating up. I'm looking forward to an extended chat with Terry Layton. We'll get Magna Data on the show. We'll have a chat to him. Of course, Tom Inglis, thanks to hkjc.com for our Hong Kong preview. Dean Watling also to have a look at the Cranbourne and Newcastle cards. Chris Nelson, Mitch Abaya, and also our, well, semi-resident essay expert in Mitch Lewis to join me. And it might even be Mitch Lewis's wedding day. He's going to join me on his wedding day. Can you believe that? On his wedding day, 0499 736 736. This is the Form Lounge. We discuss all the racing right around the country for the weekend. It's nothing but tips, nothing but horses, and we want to know the absolute best from you. The best of the best from you. And whatever horse you like, whatever you may like, whatever you don't like, I want to know about it. Send me the text 0499 736 736. Who better to start with than, well, he's a superstar from the West. He's one of the best series and an even nicer bloke. And I'm in a really good mood today. And I'm in a good mood because I get to chat to this man. His name is Terry Layton. He joins me on the line. Hello, Terry. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about me, I reckon, Miles. A nice bloke. Terry, <laughs> mate. You, sh- you, sh- you shouldn't be lying to your listeners, though. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm, not, I'm only lying a little bit. Um, I'm only lying a little bit. <laughs> how are you? Debatable, I reckon. How are, Debatable. You? How are you, my friend? Uh, very excited. Very excited. Pinnacle start uh, this week. Um, my mum's. 70th birthday party tonight, Miles. What a what a, what a time to be alive out west. But um, yeah, no, very excited with what's to come. Uh, obviously, we've got Placid Arc weekend this week. Champion Phillies, Lucky Grey Stakes, the Peters. Need old mate devoted to win to, uh, to to make the railway stakes because I have very openly gone all in on the big fella to win the railway stakes and um, and the Colonel Reeves, the return of Elite Street. So, geez, I'm a, I'm, I'm up and about. Hey, Terry, I would argue that um, I made this comment uh, on another show before that this could be one of the best WA or Perth racing carnivals that we've ever seen in regards to competition. Now, we see the return of um, like some horses that have been over-raced. They've obviously coming back. But we've got you've got a crop over there of young horses at the moment that, that are unbelievable. And it even sums up, there's a race there on the weekend, the Placid Arc, now, if 
Rev it up, you'd love to own. Baby Paris, you'd love to own. Rumor says you'd love to own. All show, you'd love to own. My Bella May, you'd love to own. All these horses in their in their own right are really even prawns eleven. Even the, all these horses in their own right, they're very very handy. <clears throat> oh, Jay, just lost, just got a uh, flying me throat at the wrong time, mate. They certainly are. It's uh, it's incredible uh, what we have on offer. Time will tell with all the three year olds, obviously as obviously as well coming from. Um, that's uh, the Placid Arc. And with the champion fillies, I think that's the thing a lot of people need to look at with that race as well, with your future betting, is a lot of those will start looking towards the guineas. Some will skip the guineas. So don't think, oh, geez, Vampire Plays just won this really well or Laced Up Heels has won this really well. Let's back it for the guineas. They might skip it and go straight to the northerly. So there could be value there. But, mate, I reckon some of these could be um, yeah, Group 1 performers in not too long. I mean, some of those horses you just mentioned in the past arc, they've got to be a big chance of um, whoever does win the race. You'd think they'll um, proceed to the winter bottom stakes, which is, is really exciting to get a bit of three-year-old flavour in a race that's sort of been dominated by the older horses in years gone by. What weight do they get in the winter bottom? Uh, low 50s, very low 50s. It's less for fillies over the 1,800 metres of the northerly. I think it's 49 for fillies in the northerly. Um, but I think it's sort of 51-ish, don't quote me on that exactly, and then 53 for the fellas. So uh, obviously the further you go, the bigger allowance you get. Um, but, yeah, I think a few, or whoever wins, maybe whoever runs second will look to go that way. But, geez, you guys are sending a few good ones over from uh, from the east as well, which is, that's probably going to make it the, the race of the carnival, to be honest. It uh, It's shaping up. I'm that keen. I, I, like I said, it's shaping up as the best uh, Perth carnival, or WA carnival that I can remember. I want to. I've, I've left you a fair bit of time at the top of the show here, Terry, because I want to really go through this card a little bit. Race one and race two. I've sort of got no firm opinion. Are there any two in the first couple that you wanted to mention off the top? Yeah, very, very keen in one. On uh, one in race one, actually. I, I, it's probably my my best of the day. I'd, I'd suggest rather than. I've called one later in the day, my best of the day, but it's three bucks. This is ten dollars, so I'm pretty pretty confident we can um, start the the pinnacles with a really good result. I reckon it'll only get longer as well. Um, said that before. Um, it's race one, horse number four, uh, key trade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So key trade was uh, a super trial under the heavyweight jockey. I think. When, uh, when you see a jockey like Alan Kennedy or, or Jared Noski ride him in the trials, you've got to remember they're 62, 63 kilos compared to someone like Natasha Faithfull, who's in the 40s. So you're carrying extra 12, 13 kilos. Trialed super. First up was a better run than prize, Pursuit, who came out last weekend in a far harder race and ran third. And, and it was a far better run. Went to Northern, and it just looks like a dodgy old Class 3, but the middle of that Northern track is quicksand. You can't make an inch. It came down the centre, got a very good one, who Amelia's jewel um, struggled to get a couple of times in her debut campaign. Beat Fiorucci Mama, who got its own way out in front. I reckon this horse is flying and deserves favouritism, and we're getting each way. All righty. Race two, no firm opinion. Race three, we've had a text in already from James. Got a couple for Terry, and someone wants to mention Ollie's choice here, and it's got to be included, but gee, making a case here though for Category Three, Pike back aboard on the Cerise and White. Yeah, exactly right, mate. This is the race I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit torn. What Ollie's choice did last start, carrying the weight and circling them was was surreal. Um, horses don't do that without cover with big weight. First up, no trial. Um, it was just surreal and. 
But you've got 61 kilos in barrier 13. I mean, that's what the great levels of, of racing can do. And then you've got William Pike hopping on a horse who was brilliant first up, drawn inside of it and get six and a half kilos off it. So, dear me, um, I, I've marked them both equal favourites. I wouldn't talk you in or out of, of either of the pair. Uh, race four, uh, I like it's a radar. You know I like the horse in general, but I think it probably mm. found one here that can that it can win. Yeah, this is really good placement for its radio. 58 kilos um, after racing in, in far harder company last time out. Uh, it's definitely He's definitely at the head of my market. Um, my only concern is the bet price. I think he's into, I don't have the market in front of me. He's about 290 or so at the moment. 310. Well, there you go. I'm about 310, so I would definitely wouldn't talk you out of a bet um, with its radio. Uh, interesting runner in that one is horse number six, Gemma's son, um, has dropped a heap of ratings points, gets its best hoop back on. It was probably a near identical run to its radio two starts ago, um, gets weight on it um, and draws alongside of it. So it's one who probably goes around sort of three or four or five times the price of its radio and we can back each way. So you could back and save, but the way I'm probably going to play that race is Gemma's son each way, but I, yeah, as I said, I've got it's a radar clearly at the head of my market. But as you know, Miles, we always bet numbers. That's it, we bet numbers. Uh, what about uh, Buster Bash here? 380 into 340 in race number five in the Lucky Grey Stakes. Now, pure devotion, a horse called um, Stafford's Lad, I expected a bit more market support for, instead, it's drifted. They seem to be the only two in around it. And then my old mate, Billy Ray, don't uh, tell my heart, make a breaky heart. Is Buster, I don't like the draw here from 12. It has to cross and then hold the lead. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, at, at first I thought, well, this looks a sticky setup. But uh, when you, you deep dive it, there's actually 12 other horses that don't want to be anywhere near the top. So Buster Bash, while it's drawn awkwardly, Paul Harvey should be able to uh, saunter across at his own uh, at his own leisure, find that rail and kick. And as you just mentioned, the main danger is, is pure devotion. Um, and it's drawn the widest gate of the lot. And she doesn't have a huge amount of gate speed. So whether Pikey tries to use her and get a spot midfield, um, I'm, I'm not too sure. If he just drops her out to last, you've, you've got to think that Buster Bash is going to be near impossible to catch. So I think in races like this, when you've got a fit leader, you've got the number one hoop on that fit leader. It's at its pet trip. Um, and you've got a bunch behind it who nothing's really grabbing you. Sometimes you just got to look at the simplicity view that maybe they're not going to get this leader, and that's the way I'm looking at it. So I've got Buster Bash on top. Um, Utgard Loki's a bit of a roughie. It should stalk it throughout from Barrier 1. Forget it went round last start. All of its trials were great. Um, it sits on the back of Buster Bash at about 20 to 1, but, geez, I'd be, I'd be surprised if they get Buster Bash here. Uh, race number six, one for our old mate LK. Uh, there's been a little bit of a nibble. It got out to 270, back into 250. It's short enough, though. If you're telling me you're playing the shorts, it means you've spoken to him because we know our old mate. He'd be declaring it. <laughs> but he was bullish first up. He was telling me it was a moral first up, and it was eight out to twenty five dollars. So and I didn't know what I didn't have a cent, and I did not have one cent on either. So what? Uh, well, what type of friend am I? But um, yeah, look, I was on Vampy at play that day, and it, it was uh, a six dollar pop. Yeah, SP paid six dollars. Laced up heels. I think SP paid over over twenty to one, and Vampy at play was obviously held up the entirety of the. Of the straight, beaten over nine lengths, which looks really, really bad, but it was held up the entirety, and it was travelling like a horse the entire way, probably like a horse even the entire way. Horse. So purely on those SP profiles, purely purely on the fact that it will draw, um, it will land a long way ahead of laced up heels. 
I'm, I'm pretty confident we can we can back Vampire play. That's the one I've called my best of the day. It does look a two-horse race, and I'm happy to back the horse with field position and SP profile, which is uh, which is Vampire play. Race number seven, um, Elite Street. Well, had the short little prep, won a couple. Uh, now the freshen up um, and comes back here. It flies fresh, this horse, and also flies mm. for Brad Rewilla, five from six. Um but, geez, there's a good horse here called Miss Kentucky. She's done nothing wrong. I know she draws poorly, but she's probably going to get back anyway. So um, they just go back. Paddy Carberry just take her straight back, ride her cold, and then wind them in. Yeah, exactly right, Miles. The draw wouldn't matter for her. She drew five or she drew 14. She's going to end up real with either way. So I don't think uh, that that number is uh, all that, um, yeah, all that important for her. But, I mean, the, the thing you've got to look at here is you've got to say Miss Kentucky's going to sit all behind Elite Street. Can she out-sprint Elite Street um, from behind him? And there's no way in the world that I, I could say yes to that without bad luck for Elite Street, obviously, without something going wrong in running. So I, I know the camp are extremely confident. They reckon Elite Street could have won two weeks ago. That race, Miss Kentucky won, but they wanted to save him and just keep him second up for the winter bottom. Yes. So that's obviously the grand final. Um, but I know the camp are super, super, super confident that he's at his best, if not even got turned into a better horse. So... Um, I reckon that the best form reference for that race is the race's mid-year, and that was when Elite Street and Red Can Man were cornellering the Roma Cup and the what was the other race, the Northern Sprint. Um, there was three, four lengths back to to the third horse, um, the Northern Sprint, and two lengths in, in the Roma Cup. There was just big gaps back, and, and I reckon they're the two that will dominate again. So, um, yeah, I'm very happy having something on Elite Street and Red Can Man. I'll dutch the pair, and that'll probably be my biggest investment race for the day because I do think you'll see the class horses coming to the fore here. So both t- fresh. happy to risk Miss Kentucky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. She's going to have to come from behind. Um, Elite Street. If there's a danger, it's your, it's your old mate. It no, hasn't no, been down the no, fence. No, no, no. Um, Please tell me you're saying Amasinus or Will Chino. No, I'm saying Will Chino. Oh, right. Because Amasinus is uh, Amasinus third up record is unbelievable. Same as the record at the nah. track. Nah. Just if, if it wins this, I'll give it up. I, I, I won't go to a. I won't go to a single race meeting if it wins this. So. Nah, it can have it without Will, my money. Will Chino, that's, uh, that's for sure. Will Chino's the one from the inside draw. Oh, just purely on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. He hasn't found a rail in forever, so it's going to find the rail, rock and roll on that. Look, from what I'm, from what I'm here, I don't know. I, I get the feeling it might not have come back the same horse since that knee injury. Um, so I'm, I won't be on here. But just simply, when you've got a very fast horse who's going to find the rail with very little weight. Over a sprint journey, that's just a recipe for success traditionally. So um, mindful of Will Cheek, definitely goes in quaddies. Will Cheek definitely goes in quaddies, but um, I'm happy backing what I think are the two best horses in this, and that's Elite Street and, and Red Can Man, and making it a result. Let's go to race number eight. I would argue that this could be one of the races um, of the whole carnival because at some point we've been in love with Rev It Up. At some point we've been in love with Baby Paris. If not, we are now. Uh, we've seen the talent that Rumour Says has, We've heard the spruik and seen the talent that all show has. And my Bella May has come out and, and shown us all that um, that it's a real deal. Prawns 11 has probably carried some form from doing it interstate and has come out 1-1 mm-hmm. at Ascot, rolled a few of them, and then just went under to my Bella May. So this is as good a race as I've seen for these younger horses over there in some time. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's half a million bucks. I'm, I'm glad we've uh, we've assembled a nice field. Even Wild Bell, it's, it's only a two-run oh, yeah, prep, and it's one by a combined ten lengths yeah. as well. So, 
Yeah, exactly right. So um, it's, it's it's an incredible uh, it's an incredible little horse race. There's plenty of speed. There's a lot of different permutations. Where who will lead, who won't lead. Um, the early favourite, Baby Paris, is drawn the car park, which makes it a bit more exciting in that sense. Uh, Rev it up is, is a big question mark at 1,200 metres. That's probably why it's double figures and not sort of six, seven to one. Um, look, I, I I'm unsure here exactly how I want to play this race, but I've sort of marked Baby Paris, rumour says, and All Show as my three equal favourites at around that $455 mark. So the the way the market's shaping up, I reckon a three-wide line could be okay here, um, which will suit rumour says. Uh, All Show has got great gate speed to either follow the speed or even just take control of the lead. I don't think they will, but I, I would not be disappointed if All Show just took control of this race and said, you know what, I'm, I'm quicker than the other speed horses and I reckon I can find this rail. Um, they're the two I'll probably end up playing. I'd say Rumour says an All Show, but, geez, I, I wouldn't talk you out of about six of these miles. So, Quaddy, would it be fair to say six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? Rev it up down I to I go pretty Wild ambitious Bell. with my Quaddy, is it? I'll be just. I'll be going seven, eight, nine. Yep. That'll be it for me. I won't be going any any further than that. Um, but again, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I, it depends how you want to play the rest of it. We'll, we'll talk about the last in a second, I presume. And you could be standing at devoted, so you might want to go wide to get to devoted, or um, you know, different ways to play it. But I, I'm going to go a little bit thinner uh, and probably just take seven, eight, nine. Um, well, are we standing at devoted? I like it. I think it can win this race. Um, Pike aboard. I've got searching rocks. Um, um, as if that runs anywhere near um, what it's capable of, it's a it's a massive chance. And playing Marika is not the worst, especially if it can get a map. So they're the two that I've got sort of sitting in around it. But I'm definitely keen here at at sort of around the two dollar ten mark. Yeah, they're my three numbers for the Cody miles ten, eleven, twelve. Um, I, I couldn't look any further than that. Uh, I devoted the best horse in this by. Three lengths, I reckon, at least. But this map is really ugly. Like the, the A wide draw can be okay at times because you see a way you get in or whatnot, but there's no real obvious way. Pikey can follow across Let's Gallivant, who's drawn outside of him, try and find the 1-1. Um, that, that's fraught with danger, though, because playing Marika and uh, Dom Deschutes can kick up, and next thing you know, Pikey's out deep, and I don't think he can sit deep and win. So I'm, I almost want him just to ride this dead cold and, and get central, and I think it'll just go boom and go past him. But... I'm very nervous, Miles, because Devoted needs to win this race to make the railway next week. And I am, uh, as I said before, I'm uh, I'm fairly heavily invested in Devoted to win the um, to win the railway. So I'll be uh, I doubt I'll be taking the 220 because I've got enough on next week <laughs> for him to get there. But um, I, I reckon the value at the moment is probably playing Marika each way. She's a, a seven day specialist. She maps the treat. She's come back as good as ever. Um, as I said, with normal luck, Devoted will beat her. I have no doubt about that, but you're getting $2.50 a place um, for, for playing Marika and, and sort of $8, $9 a win, and she maps brilliantly. And it's the same story with Searching Rocks. Like, if you are if you are going to back one of those two, you back one of those two each way, or you back Devoted. I, I think that's your plan for the race. You back either playing Marika each way, Searching Rocks each way, or, or you just go, bang, we're going to just play Devoted and back Pikey into right as the race. So I'm going to go with playing Marika each way, but they'd be the three ways to look at... Um, attacking the race. I'll hopefully be alive in your quaddie. Yeah, yeah that's it. Just to recap before I let you go, race one, number four, key trade is the best of them. That's uh, the best of them. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Race six, uh, number three, Vampire Play. They're, they're the two. And uh, race seven, Elite Street and Red Can Man. They're the three races I really want to have a go at. All righty. Uh, Terry, thanks so much for your time, buddy. I know you get busy this time of year. Um, and uh, I know Gareth's trying to get hold of you to take you into his show, but... Um, it, it's it's we're back to the OGs here, and we're talking about horses. I'm loyal. So.
Hey, just very, very, qu- very, very quickly. I know I've run you too long mm-hmm. here, but horses like Amelia's Jewel, Alaskan God. There's a few others, you know, Miss Kentucky even going around today. Like, there's some spruik horses that are going to run around this spring. Have you got one that that you're just going to go? This horse will just grab the spring by the scruff of the neck and just dominate. I know you're probably going to be against Amelia's, but is Alaskan God the the horse? Uh, everyone seems to think so. Uh, I, I'm not as I, I think Alaskan God's a very nice horse. I'm not as strong on Alaskan God. Look, I think if Devoted wins on Saturday to win the railway, I'm I'm pretty confident of that. So the one thing I would say to punters, anyone that wants to play Devoted for the railway, don't back him for the railway in your futures market now. I think you're better off taking the manual all up. So you back him in the Peters because he has to win it, and then you back him in the all up into the railway next week. Yeah, that makes sense. No, nah, it certainly does. Hey, mate. Yeah. Uh, I think a... if, if Devoted gets the job done with some luck, he'll he'll, he'll win the railway. Terry, you're a star. You've run through the full car with us, mate. I do appreciate it. And um, I'm going to have a chat to you again next week. Looking forward to maybe even getting on a plane coming over to see you. Oh, I hope so, mate. <laughs> I need a spell. We'll chat again soon, mate. <laughs> see you, Terry Layton there, absolute superstar from the West. Run through the whole card. And that's because the best racing in Australia... I can tell you right now, I was over there this weekend. The the big horses are coming and they are flying. Couple off the text machine. I'm going to get to the other side of this. Um, get two on the other side of this, should I say? Tom Inglis to join me for some money at uh, Hong Kong. And well, he's a Shatin King. We had one of them go under in one of the great sick beats of all time there on the weekend. But we'll talk to him about that. Thanks to the HKJC.com, of course. Hong Kong Racing. That's on the other side. And still to come, Chris Nelson, Dean Watling. Uh, Mitch Abaya and Mitch Lewis. Plenty more to come. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you're listening right around the country. Don't forget, if you miss any of the tips from any of our experts, you can go to the SEN app, type in the Form Lounge. All the podcasts there are available. Or you can head to SEN underscore track on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter, and or TikTok. Track Hub is up there as well. A lot of the tips go up there. A few off the text machine, 0499 736 736. G'day, Fitzmagic. Listening to the Form Lounge. I've got a big corporate function and I'm running the Punters Club would welcome some tips from the Magic Man. I've got a big corporate function at the same place too, Big T, at the same place. So, so but um, I won't be able to cover them here. But uh, send me a message. Brother, uh, red hot assassin above average, someone said, sitting in the dungeon at home. Miles, looking forward to all the tips. Let's get some winners. All the best. Cheers, big fella. Shout out to you, big fella. And... Um, a lot of people chiming in too uh, because it's Remembrance Day. Really important day too, of course. So remember to go and buy um, a brooch or a, or a gift or one of those things that gets sold out for Remembrance Day because it's really important. What else is important is the Shatin King. He joins me again. His name is Tom Inglis. Hello, Tommy. G'day, Fitzy. Thanks for having me, mate. Uh, the Shatin King, we copped a little bit of bad luck on the weekend. How was that yeah. How was that beat? What was it? Beauty, um, what was it called? Beauty, uh, the new Beauty Verse, yeah. the old Jungle Magnate had oh. his first start. Look, it's 2% of horses that start in Class 2 win. So I, he was my second pick, but I just thought that the numbers were stacked against him. And that was an enormous, enormous win. So full credit where credit's due. 
Uh, yeah, well, I think it was the well, we have three seconds to the day, um, all paying, you know, at some pretty juicy odds. So it could have been a great day, but it was, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, mate, better it's... luck uh, this week. Well, at least, mate, you're tipping them at value, and if they're not winning, they're running second and third. So we're not doing any damage, and that's why the listeners, when they come for you, that's why they've nicknamed you the Shatin King, which we love. I'm all about it. Because um, if you say it really quickly, it sounds like I'm insulting you, um, which is even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what are we looking forward to on the weekend, my friend? What have we got? Uh, look, it's a similar week to last week where a lot of good horses are just having their first start. Uh, the first race that we're going to look at is race one. Uh, over half the cards actually having their first start, which is very, very rare for Hong Kong. Um, I've picked the best of a, of a good group of horses coming through. I think superb capitalist number 10. Uh, I think he just wins, and he should be at some good odds. He's got um, Chung on for the 10-pound claim from barrier three, and just how he's been going, uh, I think he's just a, just a good thing. So... Race one, number number 10. Uh, uh, all about it. Head to race three. Yep. <laughs> race three, another good uh, Hong Kong name here, Dragon's Luck, number five. <laughs> uh, another four horses. <laughs> another four horses debuting, and I think he's the best of them. Uh, he's His trials have been enormous, and there's a bit of uh, mail around that he's sort of going to end up in the as a group horse eventually. So uh, he's one to definitely follow through. Then, we're, uh, then we go to race five. Yep. Uh, number eight, uh, Pleasant Endeavour. Um, the only thing that's going to stop him is he gets back. Um, I think he's drawn well and the race should map well for him. But, you know, the only thing that's going to stop him is a bit of bad luck getting back and then not being able to make it through the field. Um, race seven, I've got to uh, give myself a plug with one of my graduates up there. Mate, absolutely we give um, yourself a plug on national radio. <laughs> He should be, he should be winning too. Uh, should sit, sit uh, one back, one out, and then just watch the as he comes around the turn. Just watch him accelerate. Pretty excited to watch him go. Well, what? And what then sorry, the buddy. What day, name and what name and number was he? Oh, sorry, race seven, number one. Healthy, happy. Oh, yep, healthy, happy. I think we've had that one before. Yep. Yeah, he was another one that ran second last night, and then we go to race ten. Um, Voyage Bubble is having his. Uh, first up for this preparation and uh, there's also very big rumours about him going to have a big campaign so uh, and he's trialled like it as well it's it's an enormous trial um, so pretty excited for him race 10 number 4 voyage bubble beautiful so race 1 number 10 um, superb capitalist race 3 number 5 dragon black, uh, black. race 5 number 8 pleasant endeavour race 7 number 1 healthy happy and race 10 number 4 voyage bubble that wraps up our Hong Yeah, so Kong just with race three, Fitzy, that'd be my mumbling. It's Dragon's Luck. Dragon's uh, Luck. Yeah, so very Hong, oh, very yeah. Hong Kong name. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't think they those luck, the ones with the luck names in them. Jeez, it's like we're in green to the races, isn't it? It becomes bad luck. <laughs> yeah, look, there's the superstitions around the other way up there, so um, that's how that all works out. Hey, Tommy, looking forward. I'll try and get you on on a Sunday if you're available, my friend, and we'll chat through them once more. But you've been a star for us so far in the last three or four weeks, my friend. And uh, looking forward to uh, to backing a few more of these overseas. Thanks to the HKJC and go to hkjc.com because we love our Hong Kong racing. Chat again soon, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Tom Inglis there. And you can go and follow him on Twitter. All the links are up on our SEN track page as well. He's a genuine jet.
Like, he's a full-blown jet. Like, the kid can tip. And I say kid, I think he's a year older than me. But we love that, though. But he's an absolute gun. Out now, gun, Tom Inglis. So uh, make sure you go and grab those. But um, race one, number 10. Race three, number five. Race five, number eight. Race seven, number one. Race 10, number four. Make sure you're listening on Sunday, too, to Sunday Trackside. We'll run through those again for you. As we give you all the tips, we're going to jump to the newsroom now. On the other side of this, we're going to have a chat to uh, Mitch Lewis, Dean Watling, Chris Nelson, Mitch Abaya in the next half hour, and I'll give you my best bets. They're short, they're sharp, but guess what? They're so shiny. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. 0499 736 736. Now, we talk about performances on SEN track. We talk about rising to the occasion. We talk about triumph against adversity. Well, there's no bigger performance than this. This man joins us, our South Australian expert. His name is Mitch Lewis from Form Guide Breakdowns. And if you don't follow him, you need to go and follow him now on Twitter. He's a star because he joins us. You heard this correctly on his wedding day. He's not yet married, but he's about to be. Hello, Mitchie. Hello, mate. Thanks for that introduction. It's great of you. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, it's great of you to come on. Uh, I won't repeat on air what you told me when I said, can you come on and tip the listeners a few? But uh, no, you were. You said, mate, I'm more than happy to help you out. But you're getting married today, big fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all worked out quite nicely. I think we, we could probably keep it between you and me that maybe I might have shifted a photography appointment just to fit you in specially. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, don't worry. I know you're never shy away from the camera either. And your lovely partner, Chelsea, from everyone here at SCN Track, you've been unbelievable to us um, over the last year or two and, and come to the functions and run the punters clubs for us. But your form on form guide breakdowns has been nothing short of stellar. So uh, I wish you the best of luck to both of you, you and Chelsea, for your wedding day, mate. But we appreciate you coming on. I won't keep you for too long, buddy. What have you got for us for the weekend? Have you got something for us at, uh, at Morfordville? Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah, no, thank you. They were they were really nice words. I needed to touch on them. I really appreciate that. No, that's okay. Now, now we'll get stuck into it here. So, <laughs> yeah, at Morford Mill, I've got one. I'm going to play it a bit of price, I reckon. Yep. Um, let me just get my notes up. Sorry. It's okay. Just get that. Get that glass of champagne that will mow it out of the way and uh, and uh, push the photographer out of the road. Just pick the notes up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No, so so the tips coming in race six. So. Uh, Number one, Cali Dream. I'm taking it on. Uh, the, old, the old message, weight stops trains. Uh, I, I reckon he's going to have it too much weight on his back, and I'm not super keen on that. I'm actually going to go with number six, Wild Imagination. So this is one of those heat series finals. Uh, she was second in both of her heats, but she wasn't far off. Uh, I reckon she's going to peak here. She's a third-up specialist. Three starts, third-up, two wins. I reckon she's primed here, and she's drawn... Barrier one, she's just going to sit right behind him, and I reckon she can run over the top of him. Like she's going to get a soft run from there. Six dollars and two bucks, wild imagination, and I know your record when tipping the Jolly Runners. They normally run well. Have you got one more for us before I let you go, buddy? Well, it's funny this though. Wild imagination wouldn't have been my on top because I don't think it was going to beat the famous, somewhat fabulous, but she unfortunately got scratched. Um, the other one is race four, number four, the mat. Uh, I thought it was all right last week at Flemington in that race with um, a tissue one. 
uh, this is a massive step back down in class, and she looks like she's going to double up at 2,500 metres, so I reckon she'll be hard to beat as well. Yeah, coming out of that grade at Flemington um, with the tissue and Steinem in there and then coming back to a 75 2,500 metre race, uh, I think you're going to be nearly spot on. Mate, once again, from everyone here at SE and Track, you're a dead set star. If you're anyone out there right around the country doesn't follow this man on Twitter, at Form Guide Breakdowns, you need to because he's a jet. Best of luck today on your wedding, mate, and uh, thinking of you. Thank you, mate. Really appreciate it. All the best. Mitch Lewis there. Absolute st- not many blokes would do that. If that's not the sign of a good bloke, I don't know what is. I don't know what is, Tomo. That, that's just good bloke areas. He's done the form. He's lined it all up for his wedding. He's gone, yep, I'm going to come on the show on my wedding day. Most people will think that I forced him. I kind of did. <laughs> I'm not that bad a bloke. Quick jump to a break. Other side of this, Dean Watling. Then Chris Nelson, Mitch Abaya, and then Chris Nelson, should I say. Tomo's correcting me here. Plenty more to come on the form lounge, but I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 736. Couple of things. You can follow me also on Twitter, at Fitzner Miles, or on my Instagram, where all the quaddies go up as well, at Miles Fitzner. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge right around the country. 0499 736 736. Running short on time here. Um, next guest, superstar. No, no doubt about it. His name's Dean Watling at the Barrier Attendant. Hello, Dino. Hey, mate. How you going? Good, mate. Uh, I'm going to keep it short, sharp, and shiny. I've got two bests that I love at Cranny. I'm going to read them out in a while, but I want your best bets for the for the weekend, please. Yeah, I'll be quick. Uh, we'll go Cranbourne first. Race six, number seven, Braden Starr. Um, off some back of some really slick trials with Boston Young Stable. Doesn't meet a very hot field. So I think Braden Starr in race six at Cranbourne can win. And then race seven in the cup, uh, number two, just folk. Gets right conditions, soft track. Um, I think he's drawn that inside, so he should sit cosy enough to the pace. And I think uh, race seven, number two, just folk. From there, we'll go to Newcastle. Yes. Race six, one I'm really keen on. Number four, Bonnie Ezra. Second up now, 1850. J-Mac jumps in the saddle. Some of the best late meeting splits there first up. So I really like race six, number four, Bonnie Ezra. Um, race seven, number three, save the date for me. A progressive three-year-old meets the... A field that's probably um, reached their ceiling this time in. So I think save the date. But a nice turn of foot. John O'Shea's got this horse ticking along beautifully and maps to get a good run. Um, from there, we go to the Hunter. Race eight, number five and number six. This is the easiest two-bet play of the weekend. Race five, uh, number five, sorry. Balana comes out of the Eagle. The Golden Eagle was wide. Terrible barrier. Still ran to the line really well. Prior to that was... Dynamic first up at Ramwick. And then number six in the Congo comes out of the exact same race. Led at a really quick clip up front. Um, held on for seventh, which was really good. And that pattern should suit there at Newcastle. And then we round out the day with my best there at Newcastle. Race nine, number one, Wahaha Falls Miles. Oh, I fully agree with you with Wahaha. Save the date as well. And Braden Star, mate. I know um, uh, that Just Folk, rake for, Just Folk race for me. I can never catch Just Folk. It's one of those horses, isn't it? He is, isn't he? I think he's three seconds in a row, so hopefully we catch him. Dino, Dino, you've been a superstar, mate, over the spring. Mate, continue. I'll chat to you again a bit later in the week. 
You too, legend. Thank you. Dean Watling there, absolute jet from one jet to another. We go to our great mate up north, thanks to Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race. Hello, Chris Nelson. Hello, Milo. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you too, my friend. I found one that I liked up there, and it is race six, number seven, count da beans, and then we count da money. Count da cash. I agree with you 100%. I've got count da beans on top in that race as well. It looks uh, He's come through two really good races this time in. He's been beaten by a couple of smart ones. Uh, and I, I think from that alley, there looks to be a bit of pace, but... Uh, Ben Thompson's got options there. If he doesn't, uh, if it's too hot in front, he'll just ease and just park right behind. So, yep, I'm with you there. I think race six, number seven will win. My best, race five, number five, driver deal. Absolutely flying. Uh, she's had a little bit of a freshen. She's three weeks between runs, but look, stays at 1,600 metres. That'll suit. She just maps beautifully from that gate. So I think she wins race five, number five. Yep. Uh, race seven, race seven, number five, Manati's been heavily back. There's $11 opened up. She's into about four. Uh, no luck at all first up at Cup Day at Eagle Farms, climbing all over their backs, should have won there. Uh, did win first and second up last prep, so a good fresh horse who can make amends. Garibaldi, dare I say Garibaldi, Milo? Or so. <laughs> yeah, well, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I think he'll run well. I think he'll run. I, I think he's an each-way proposition, but if you can get each-way odds in the Keith now, our listed race tomorrow, I think he'll run well. His trial was good. And this is his level. He's a listed horse. He's nothing better than a listed horse. So he should run well tomorrow. And I'll round it out with another one if I can. Race yep. nine, number 10, Extremist. She's a ripping mare extremist. Ah, I love this horse. an awkward gait. Yeah, so do I. She's really struck form. Now, 1,200 metres, I thought, was a, an issue last prep. Not anymore. She's much stronger this time in. So we'll go with her each way. Race nine, number 10. Yeah, fully agree with you on Extremist. Chris, I appreciate your time, my friend. We'll chat next week. Will do. Thanks, Milo. Chris Nelson there is our star from the north, thanks to Racing Queensland. Break time. On the other side of this, guess what? Mitch Abaya in studio. Gareth Hall in studio. My best bets. Best bet. Oh, gee whiz. Don't cut that up, Tomo. My best bets. Plenty more to come. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you, 0499 736 736. Ah, special. For the first time, I get some superstars in studio. And when I say superstars, I don't say it lightly. I speak of... The freak himself, the man, the myth, the legend. He's a star. He's the best we've got here at SEN Track. His name is Mitch Abaya, and he joins me. Hello, Ebay. Hello, Fitzy. Hey, love being in studio with you. It's so good, isn't it? It's been a while. It has been a while. Last time you and I were in studio together, we tipped 23 winners and went out for a couple of quiet ones afterwards. I think, have you got a lids fly on next week? Of course. What, what, which one? Monday or nah, Thursday? Thursday's probably the, Thursday's the big boy oh, stuff. I think I'm, I've got to go. I think I'm going home, but what about Monday? Yeah, we can do a Monday. I reckon I might come in on Monday night, eh? Yeah. For the lids fly. Or the week, the following Thursday, not the Thursday coming, the one after, Toddy Gray's going to be in for the whole show as well, so that could be... Just might have to miss that one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm also joined by the star. He's now the coach of SEN Track. Coach, you're the captain of the coach. He's the George Clooney version of Andrew Bensley. He just doesn't miss. He's sharp. He's attractive. Uh, he's got a lovely partner. He's a three-coder, the triple threat, yeah. Triple H we call him, harness horses and hounds. 
Gareth Hall, hey, Triple hey, H, how are you, buddy? Hey, Fitzy, great to be with Mitchie. Um, <laughs> one of my favourite shows. <laughs> you don't even know what show this is. Yes, yeah. I do. What is it? I, I'll listen to it every Saturday morning between six and seven. Oh, to look at you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's all over it. Might have just told him that outside. Hey, yeah. um, boys, I, um, we're into our best bet segment, and yep. I thought I'd leave some time at the end. Best bets for the weekend. Um, now, there's two that I really like, really, really like I at like Cranbourne, and it's no surprises here. And one of them um, would be uh, race three, number one, Port Phillip. I think yes. this horse just um, should get it done, barring probably a really heavy deck, but I don't think it's really going to matter. I think it'll handle it anyway. bit better than even money. Race three, number one, Port Phillip. And then you just follow that up and roll into the race after. Race four, number four, Greece. You know I've been talking oh, about this horse. Fan. Yeah, hmm. if, it's, if, it, if the rain stays away um, and it's only on a good or, or, a, or a better side of, of soft than, than heavy um, – She'll We're get on. it done too. Race to race double there. Three others I mentioned. Count the Beans at Doombin, uh, It's a Ray Day and Devoted in the West. Um, eBay, what have you got for us, buddy? Uh, we're going to be going to Sandown Park. Obviously, the massive night of racing, shootout night. Um, and my best bet, race seven, number one, Shipwreck. Two wide runners in two and three, Dusty Burbsky, Ephemeral. Both of them like to use a bit of the track. Box four, Black Sales, an average beginner. Now, the key to this race, Amron Boy, box six. Fast dog, yes, but drawn poorly. Fast beginner in five, fast beginner in seven, and good beginner in eight. I don't think he's going that well at the moment, Amron Boy. You watch it. I'll probably say that now. He'll come out and absolutely kick their teeth <laughs> in. But I think Shipwreck is $2.40 off, into $1.90 off box one. Gets the run. He's been flying. Just needs a little bit of luck early, but we'll get that with the wide runners. Can I just get the race number and dog race number Race seven, again? number one. Race seven, number one, And then Shipwreck. I'll give you my second best. Yes, please. Second of the best bets, race nine, number three, Wow, she's fast. Four dog field. She's a pearl hasn't been to Sandown Park. It's a photo. Photo man's a wide runner. McInerney's a wide runner. Photo man's got enough speed to hold out McInerney early. I think wow, she's fast. Back at the deck where no other dog can run the times she can run. Can I ask you a question, both of you? Gareth, yep. and I, uh, you and I have debated this. If she's a pearl comes out and rolls wow, she's fast here, how can SEN go to the Phoenix without She's a Pearl? The only way, the only way She's a Pearl will beat Where She's Fast is if Where She's Fast get knocks off her feet. The, uh, it, there is not a chance that She's a Pearl is faster than Where She's Fast. I, I just want this on the record. In, if yeah. She's a Pearl a beats Where race, She's Fast, something has to have gone wrong we, with the uh, three. But, but we have to take then She's a Pearl to the Phoenix. No, we'll take Kelsey well, Bale probably. I think I, I got respect for She's a Pearl, but. She's no well. She's fast, is she? Well, we, we we can't get well. She's fast. Right, so this is this is yeah. the thing, right? We're, we're talking about a greyhound. She's a pearl who's done all her best racing over at Wenny Park. We're coming here to the Meadows for the Phoenix. She hasn't been around the Meadows. She's when yet to know if she can even run time there. And I know fast dogs and predominantly fast ev- uh, anywhere, but there are certain dogs that are very good at one track and putrid at another. Gareth, I need a best bet from you for the weekend, my friend. Do you know what? I'm going to Ascot. I think Baby Paris is the real deal. I think it's That's an unbelievable race, that. Yeah, it's a great race. Nucky just needs to go forward at Ascot, land the 1-1. And if he does that, or even he sits outside the leader, she's got enough gate speed. I think she's good. I think the big danger, however, is the... Um, Luke Fernie train gallop. He's got a couple in that race. Rumor, Rumor says. says. I like her. Um, and there's a trot multi that you can have tomorrow night at Melton. Now, I don't want to give too much away because winners is coming up. But the Lost Storm, race one, race two, Techies watching. Major Delight, race four, into a Moro Vita in race seven. 
and you can get around $7.60 for that multi. In our last two minutes or minute and a half of the show, can we just plug what's happening in regards to the Greyhound Racing and can we also plug what's happening into WA Racing? So you boys have been working on the Thrill of the Chase show. Yep. Is that yep. what well, tell us about Sunday it? Sunday morning. Sunday live. morning, live. 10 so o'clock, 7 2. Mitch and I, Troy Little, will join us. We'll have the winner of the shootout in the first segment as well. Dogs to follow. Mitch's master class. How good's, a bit of fun. How good's this kid going straight oh. into radio, into TV, just doing oh, everything, he's mate? He's a natural, just being practicing, rehearsing. He's a natural with the big screen. He can analyze in the front on video. In the lab. Yeah, in the lab with the greyhounds. You learn so much. Even if you don't like greyhound racing, it's a wonderful sport to get into. And from a punting perspective, if you can take some lessons from Mitchie, you'll get hooked. And then quickly with WA Racing, what's happening? Are we'll we allowed to? We'll be there to... live Tuesday morning at Ascot for track work. We're teaming up with Goss's show, WA Breakfast, Scotty Cummings. And we're going to simulcast Giddy Up and the WA Breakfast show live at Ascot. Track work of all the major players. The Eastern State horses would have arrived that morning. We'll have it all covered. Did you can't miss. We don't miss here in SEA track, do we? No, we don't. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Well, you guys are doing hey, the Greyhounds. Sunday night, the... we're racing.com as well. Sand yeah, down. .com, sand down. Um, Boys, appreciate you coming in. I don't get to see many others jump in on this show, but I appreciate you coming in. Anytime. I might be uh, I might be going to have maybe a week or two in the paddock. Are you dominant? <laughs> I think I'm going for a little letter. Turning himself yeah. out. I'm turning myself out. <laughs> hey, uh, looking forward seems... to hearing you all on Sunday. Yeah. That's all we've got time for on the Form Lounge. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for the messages. A few chimed in too, James, and as well, Scotty from Wagga. I got your best, buddy. Happy punting over the weekend, and you won't miss a tip. You won't miss a race if you stay with us right here on SEN Track, your home of chasing, pacing, and racing. See you soon.